Welcome back to the Escape Rope Podcast. My name is Fung, your host. And I'm Ron. The other host. The other host. <laughs> host uh, 1B. <laughs> the two hosts of the Escape Rope Podcast. That's correct. For yeah. those who think this is uh, hosted by one person, um, you probably have to get your ears checked. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. It's not for having a conversation with himself. Okay, so what do we have for for, for the listeners today? So we um we 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 sort of just passed our four month mark mm-hmm. on this podcast, and in in a uh, in another episode, we sort of went through sort of a high level of the equipment we needed, how to get it going, uh, how to get a podcast going, but. I think in this episode, I think we want to talk about some of the, uh, I would say, mental hurdles you need to get over because these are the, the common myths, so common mm. obstacles that a lot of people think about, a lot of people, including myself, think about before we started off with our podcast. A lot of these points that you have actually on this list here is something that we've discussed about previously. We have, and this is, uh, you know, it's been laid out in a very, very good list. Now- yeah, it's my it, it, the the thing with this uh, this couple of myths that we're gonna dish out in a moment is that it's easy to think about when you actually haven't walked a path yet. Okay, so it's uh, it's some obviously it's something that we had to learn. Like Ron and I had to learn along the way. And uh, just to put it out there, we are still learning a lot of things along the way. We realize things each episode that we release because we do re-listen to our episode and we actually learn a couple of things about ourselves, about the topics that we talked about and also how to be better for the next episode. Yeah, I mean, we actually have these discussions either through through text or or in person about, you know, things that we, we do which we think we can do better or things that uh, that we, we think we do well. And, and certainly, you know, those conversations help us get to where we are today and hopefully it will get us to even a better spot in, you know, another 10, 20 episodes. Yeah, man. Now, before we begin, um, we have to say that we are piggybacking on a list from Pat Flynn. He's a very well-known podcaster. His, his podcast is actually called The Smart Passive Income, and he actually deals with a lot of, uh, of this niche sort of ideas that you can make into little businesses. Check him out. I mean, these are some of the stats I literally just saw. 60 million total downloads as of December 2019, and he started in... 2010, so about nine years, 60 million. That's, that's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. And, and I, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, how, how he started, but I'm sure he didn't get from zero to 60 million in, you know, the first two months. You know, it's something that was gradual, I'm sure. And um, I actually listened to his podcast and uh, he actually started as, a, as an architect. Architecture. And he okay. got sacked. Oh. He got sacked, but uh, at the same time, he, he was already running like a little um, sort of architectural blog that he was doing on the side. Right. And after hmm. he got sacked, he decided to get into this game. So you're saying if I started this, if, if we're doing this podcast and I get sacked from my work, we will also have 60 million. Yes. Downloads. Yes. Let's, let's put it out there. <sighs> yes. I hope I get sacked tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So- Let's, you want to get straight into it? Yeah, I think this is the. I think this is. I mean, this 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 myth, uh, myth number one. I think it's something that we sort of both um, struggle with a little bit. And and that myth is that you have to be a natural born communicator or speaker. 
You know what's funny about this myth number one that you just mentioned? Uh, you know that last uh, in the last couple of episodes that we just released, uh, the which one was that? The, you know the personality one? Yes. Which episode was that? Twelve. Was it? Wow, no, good memory. I, I don't. I don't know. Oh, around there. Around, around there, 12. anyways. Now the funny thing is, we Ron and I are actually introvert by nature, amiable and analytical. So we do a lot of the support work. That's right. <laughs> so we're more of the B sort of person. Yeah, and I think we set the foundations in order for the drivers and the expressives to push whatever project is is happening. Yeah. Now. Just to reiterate, myth number one, you have to be a natural born communicator or speaker. I find that's not true because if you listen to our first podcast, my God, we were all over the place. There was a lot of ums and ahs. We were cutting each other, uh, it cut, it, cutting each other off left, right, and center. Well, we're still doing it now, but at least we're trying to cut it down. Yeah, yeah. Um, ed, post, editing, uh, post editing does help a lot, by the way. Just, <laughs> just saying it. But yes. in saying that, re-listening to your episode actually helps you realize what sort of um, speaking pattern that you have, something that you might want to fix as the episode goes on. So no, myth number one, yes, it's a myth because you don't need to be a natural born communicator or speaker. You just have to have the passion. And and also the the drive to improve as well mm. as, as a communicator or as a speaker. So I, I know that before we started the podcast, one of the goals that you wanted um, from, from podcasting was to be able, be able to speak more clearly. Yeah. And, and, and I think over time you've certainly improved and, you know, it's, it's always, a, it's always um, you know, something that we're, we're working on, working on proving. And, you know, personally, I'm, I'm not a natural born communicator or speaker. You're I quite a shy guy. I am, yeah, certainly shy. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not the kind of person that would um, speak out loud if I didn't have to. Y- yeah, so I think in terms of just getting my voice out there, it's, it's helped. Mm. It's helped in terms of um, improving and forming my sentences as well. But certainly this is something that um, just because you don't think you are a natural born communicator or speaker doesn't mean you're certainly not. You, you very well might be. You just don't know it. Or maybe it is true that you're not a good natural born communicator or speaker, and this is a great way to to improve. Mm, mm, that's right. I totally agree with you, man. You just have to put that foot forward to get it going, right? You never, you never get uh, good. Yep. At being a speaker, if you're never willing to put yourself out there and talk to the people. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, what's myth number two? So, you have to have a podcast in a large niche to succeed. A large niche. Give me, give me an example. So we're talking about um, business, for example. Business is a niche amongst the many, many podcast topics, but it's massive. There's thousands of business podcasts, thousands of entrepreneurial um, podcasts, um, and certainly you can you can succeed in going in there, but you don't necessarily have to. You don't have to be in one of the big buckets to succeed. You can certainly, you can certainly get into a very super very small niche um, topic or super small theme of, of your podcast, and find your um, find your listeners that way. So in in this um, example here, we have we have a guy named Phil 
Lichtenberger, host of Scanner School. And I don't even know this was a thing, but the scanner niche is sort of the handheld um, radio scanners we can listen to in police lines, emergency frequencies. No way. Apparently, people do that. And this guy has turned it into a podcast. Yeah. You know, it just goes to show that you don't need to be a sporting podcast. You don't need to be an entrepreneur podcast. You don't, you don't need to be a, um, what's, what's another example? Uh, uh, a podcast talking shit or a comedy podcast. You can be H3. H3 podcast is all about that, right? I love H3. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you, you don't have to be in one of those big buckets in order to gain views in order to be um, popular or in order to become successful. I think we had that conversation, how you were worried about, you know, since there's 700,000 podcasts out there. Probably more than that now, yeah. Yeah, probably more, definitely more, that our voice is not going to be heard. And remember how my retort to that was, yeah, there's 700,000 podcasts out there, but each have their own niche. Yep. So you're not really competing with anybody out there. No. You're just creating your own audience because you are your own brand and people will follow you for who you are. Absolutely. So and since you're a product of one, it's impossible to replicate that. There's there's not another run out there and there's not another fung out there who does this exact podcast. Definitely, definitely. Now I, I wanna say I wanna actually promote a podcast that I thoroughly enjoy. And it's a very niche sort of podcast Is out it there. Scanner School? No, it's not Scanner School. <laughs> it's actually Darknet Diaries. Darknet Diaries. I've heard of that one. Yeah, it's a pretty cool podcast. It's it's all about um, the dark side of the of the internet, like all right. hacking stories or like virus stories. Like how um, there's even people who are professional penetrators Oof. doesn't sound <laughs> doesn't no. sound like what it is what these it's definitely not me what these people do they actually probe just again just bear with me for a second they probe uh corporate security like the security officer yeah so they <laughs> <laughs> they probe the guy who <laughs> no they oh, test right, the right. security network oh, and software the, security yeah. Yeah. <laughs> software right, security right. physical security and they try to infiltrate the company Wow. And tries to steal data, but the whole idea is like they are selling that, uh, that, that, that notion that your network is vulnerable. So we can help you by showing you where the weaknesses are of your company. Interesting. So I, I haven't heard of this podcast. I haven't listened to what I mean, but it sounds like they, it, it's, it's done really well. And even though it's a super niche kind of topic, I mean, hacking, cybersecurity, that's not you know, that's something that not, most people don't really understand or are interested interested in. But just the fact that they there is one out there and they do it well, they've gained a massive audience. Mm, that's right. Um, I think he had he, this guy's uh, Jack Resider. His is his name. He even has he even had um, you know high level military officers actually calling in just to give out some knowledge, like to 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 give out an interview with him. So that's how. That's how powerful having a niche actually is. Now, just to come back to 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 the title of the, the myth, number two is to have to you have to have a podcast in a large niche to succeed, right? Now, the niche might not be apparent to you, 
when you first start the podcast, you might find that out eventually as you go along, right? You might find out different interests that you might have that you want to focus your attention on and make that the primary topic of the podcast you're you're hosting, right? I mean, the Escape Road podcast started out, started out as a, hey, we're going to give you options to get out in the whole nine to five uh, nine to five grind and be your own boss and find your own happiness. While it's still mostly about that, it's no longer try to get out of the, the nine to five. Mm-hmm. It's just about developing your character and find something that's meaningful to your Develop life. Interests and outside of yeah, work. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So before we started this podcast, I thought that it was kind of crazy to get into sort of the business, self-development, entrepreneurial, um, self-development, I think I already mentioned, that kind of niche because there's, you know, such a, it, such a big market already. But the fact that we're in here and we're sort of doing it our style, it's almost like we're building our own niche. That's right, yeah. So you don't really need to be talking about cacti. Cactuses. That was quite random. Yeah. As as a, as a topic, something that's super super niche in order to to gain, um, you know, some sort of small following. Mm. You know, you you can just do your own do your own thing in your own style, and that certainly is is a niche in itself. Mm. Now, you know, actually, you know why why some of these vloggers were so popular back then? Um, because they started early. No, it's actually because they documented their journey. Right. Yes. And yes. people are not interested in the final product. They want to know the journey of the product to like to see where it from where where it was born, right? To the its final like final form. Yeah. That's the interesting part. And I think to use that analogy, pod, podcasting is still the same. If you have a story to tell, if you have um a want to improve yourself that in itself is some content that you can actually uh, dish out to people right and it doesn't have to be like a personal story it could be like oh yeah you're learning you're learning a new skill this is how i started learning about it this is what i uh this is all the resources that i actually came across in order to get to this point in time right so yeah to reiterate you do not need a a large niche to succeed. You just need you just need you just need a keen interest in something. Hmm. Myth number three: you have to have a following to get started. So this is basically saying if you already have a following, you need to have sort of that that group of fan, that group of followers already before you start. Okay. And clearly, most podcasters is especially the, the the popular ones um like who, who's been around for a long time they didn't start off with the following that they had they didn't they didn't start off with you know probably 50 of the followers they have they just started a podcast one that uh they had a keen interest in talking um you know talking on and that following uh sort of grew from there Mm-hmm. So, people in the business world, for example, who start a podcast, Tim Ferriss, for example, he he didn't he didn't get to the amount of fa- followers he has today, um, 
you know, he he didn't have that before he started, right? Yeah. He was he was an entrepreneur. He was a, a investor, and he had a um a unique way of living. That's right. You yeah. Know, through his whole four hour work week and all that. Whatever. He's a, he's definitely a strange cat. He's a strange cat, but. He he didn't start off with all those followers. He started to document um, the way he was living through writing his books, um, starting his podcasts, and that's really how you know that's how the the I don't know millions of fans that he has today, millions of followers he has today, it sort of grew from that sort of idea of documenting, and the fact that you don't. You know, you and I, we don't have a following. You know, I don't think we've have fans. You know, before we started, not saying we have any now, but you know, the fact that we didn't we didn't have that uh, following before we started doesn't shouldn't shouldn't mean that we can't start a podcast because ultimately, I have you know it, do, doing this podcast is really for myself. It's for us, mm-hmm. and. If we do well, if we do, you know, put out good content, the following will grow from there. It's a bonus. Now, now, one thing that actually confuses me with this myth, right, is how would you even get a following to begin with to, in order for you to start? I think, I think in, for, for this particular myth, I think it's because of the, a lot of the podcasters these days who are starting a podcast, they're, they've already done something which is sort of popular. I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and a lot of these comedians already have a following from their um, comedy career. So when mm. they get, when they jump into the podcasting world, they've already got a massive following. Okay. Uh, MKBHD, he started a podcast not that long ago, right? He's already got millions of followers. Now he came, he came from another platform which yeah. already had a following, yes. but that following didn't come from scratch either. No. He built that. He he had to build that over many, many years. I think he's been doing it for like 13 years or something like that. Even Joe Rogan, he's been in the game for like 10 years. And I love love the fact how some of these guys are actually starting to put out uh, videos or recordings of when they first started. And it was totally different. Uh, Remember um, Unbox Therapy? Yeah. One of the the earlier, um, early videos he did. He just looked like some creepy dude talking about some some tech back in the day. Really, it was. I mean, no offense. I think what's his name? Uh, Lewis. Lou. Lou. Yeah, he was a little bit creepy, to be honest. Like a creepy tech dude. Really. <laughs> but now he's like a super smooth, super cool, super entertaining um, tech guy, and millions of people watches watches videos for his take on whatever new tech comes out. Mm-hmm. And. He he, 100% didn't start off with any sort of following and he's built that up to where he is now through hard work, persistence, and his own little little niche. Your quirk. Little he's, quirk. He's, he's definitely got a quirk in the way he presents his, uh, his, his videos. I, yeah. I quite enjoy it and I find it strange at the same time. I, I really enjoy that it. Very- he's probably my favorite tech um, vlogger, yeah, the guy. way the way that he just yells at the camera, I was like, "That's it, that's that. This is the device. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So no. Again, you guys, you don't need a following to start. Just start something. Now that interest might evolve over time and you might gain a following from that. Like Gary Vee says, it might not be the first one. It might not be the second one. It's definitely not going to be the first one, by the way. It might not be the 10th. It might be the 95, uh, 95th recording or video that you put out there that might hit a bell, resonate with someone or a group of people. And that's when you will gain your audience. And I think I think for most people anyway, they don't like like we mentioned. They don't start off with a following, and they don't they don't grow their following to thousands. Mm. You know, in in the first few episodes, first twenty episodes, most of them are doing it for a very long time before they gain any sort of traction from followers. And it's all just about uh, doing it because you enjoy it, not because you want to gain followers. Yeah. Because if the whole thing is just to gain followers, <laughs> this is a very tough road for you. Yeah. If you're doing it to gain followers, if you're doing it to gain money, uh, fame, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And it's it sort of, uh, you know, we want to get to our, what is it, 1,000 true fans? Uh, Ke- uh, Kevin Kelly's 1,000 tr- true fans, right? That would be a, an excellent goal, to get to your 1,000 true fans. and. I think any more than that, it's a bonus. Yep, yep. Love the process, love the game, not the result. What's myth number four, Ron? Podcasting is saturated. It'll be hard to compete. Your thoughts exactly. Which is exactly what I thought before we started. And to a certain extent, it is, it is still difficult. You know, it is not, you know, we haven't quote unquote blown up. It's hard to find sort of, it's it's sort of hard to get your voice out there amongst the the thousands and hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there. But ultimately, the the the, the key is not to try and um, you know gain your 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 thousands of followers within you know the first five episodes. It's 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 a very long it's it's a grind, and 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 it's it's all about um, doing it because you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not it definitely yeah. It's there's a there's a what seven hundred thousand podcasts out there. I think I think Pat Flynn actually put uh, put it quite right in the sense that he puts the stats out there. Like there's five hundred million blogs, twenty seven million uh, YouTube channels, but only seven hundred thousand podcasts. So there's still room. There's still room to grow. It's not saturated. It it will never be. Just like how each YouTube channel has their own followers because they have their own vibe, they have their own way of uh, of presenting. They have their own fans. Own fans. It, it's the same with podcasting. People are li- people are going to like you because they like you. You cannot be fake on the internet because that's going to be shown straight away. And I'm not suggesting people take this as business advice, but we see coffee shops open all the time. And there's a million coffee shops out there. So just the fact that there's a million coffee shops out there doesn't mean that you don't have the right concept or you don't have the right coffee or you don't have the right sort of little niche thing that you do that makes you successful, even though there's a million coffee shops already. So I think that's a similar thing to to podcasts. You know, there's 700,000 podcasts out there. None of them really are us. There might be some which are similar, but they're, they're not us. And just because there's that many out there doesn't mean that we don't have 
um, a certain niche or a certain theme or a certain um, quirk that makes us different and stand out. And it's certainly worth, uh, worth pursuing, especially if this is something you, we enjoy doing. Hmm. I mean, look, the, the whole, the title of Myth 4, podcasting is saturated and it will be hard to compete. Man, you're not trying to compete with anybody. Yeah. You're just, you're just, you're just, just here to, thing. yeah, you're just doing your own thing. And like Ron and I said, I think in the last episode, it's, there's, there's a certain art form in, in podcasting, right? There's a certain of level of focus that we have when we talk to each other through podcasting that is very different from how Ron and I interact on a day-to-day basis, right? So th- there's that. It's it's something that we we totally enjoy doing and, and it's so easy for us. It comes so naturally for, for us when we sit down in front of each other with in, in front of microphones and just record our podcast. That's that's not a takeaway from the the work that we have to do after and before to get this ready, but the actual talking itself is it, it's, it's pretty natural. But, you know, back to this hearts can beat thing, you know, this is probably a, a, a weird person to quote, and I'm not sure if he said the quote or not, but the comedian Bobby Lee, he said, you can't live in the results. So you can't, so if, if we have a bad week, we shouldn't live our life based on a bad week. You know, we can't, we, we, we should be sort of living our life on, on, on the journey, on the, on the work that we put in, not on the results. The results are important to some extent, but we don't do this because of the followers. We do this first and foremost because we enjoy doing this. We enjoy the the process. We enjoy the conversations. And that sort of takes away a lot of the quote-unquote hard-to-compete aspect of, of this. Yeah. I mean, the only the only podcast we need to compete with is our own how do we get better how does each episode get better in terms of content how how do we how do we make this episode better than the last episode it's not how do we compete with a joe rogan or how do we compete with a jocko podcast or one of the tim ferris show they're they're not doing what we're doing and we don't. We're not doing what they're doing. We're sort of just doing our own, our own thing, and we want to get better at what we do, and we want to get better than the episode before. That's right. Anyways, anything else, man? I think that's a that's a good way to hopefully get a lot of people starting their own podcasts. Let's, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Now, guys, you've been listening to the Escape Road Podcast. Please, please, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your, uh, you, wherever you get, you consume your podcast app, uh, so, sorry, Stitcher, Spotify. iTunes. Apple Podcasts is Apple iTunes. Podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. yeah. Just leave us a review, leave us a comment and try to contact us through our Twitter, our yeah. Instagram and our Facebook. Just drop We'd, a comment. Yeah, drop a comment. We'd love to hear from you. We'll feature you on our podcast and have a good conversation with you. Now, where can people donate or support us? So um, the best way to support us uh, right now, I think, is probably still the uh, through Amazon. So again, we all do shopping online. We all do shopping on Amazon. Uh, let's, not, let's not kid ourselves. We probably shop more than we used to because Amazon is so easy. They do a one or two day delivery right to your door. It's a godsend. I mean... 
the amount of shopping I don't grocery shopping I don't do now because of Amazon. It it, it just it's just a uh, it just makes things so much easier. And if you were already like me and you were already going to get you know groceries off Amazon or buy uh, <laughs> toilet paper or any anything that you're already <laughs> you going to buy there. on Amazon, use our link. And we get a very, 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 very small kickback from Amazon. And honestly, every cent kind of helps. But the other way that you can help us um, if you're not looking to buy anything off Amazon is through Patreon. It's $2. And where does that go to? That head of lettuce that you we're trying to buy for you, man. A head of lettuce is exactly what this um, $2 goes to. And I don't even know if you can buy a head of lettuce for $2. I don't know. At Willie's, it's like $2.50. Oh, took it away for so special. So if, if you give me that $2, I'll put that 50 cents on top so that we can get that uh, head of lettuce for Ron. So generous. Who's trying to so lose generous. that 75 kilos too. Yeah. Get to 75. Get to 75. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's that. Well, anyways, you guys have a great one. Love you all. Bye. See ya.